Three and a half sessions. What have I missed? Uh, so um, we're not the trash the showed up. <laughs> but no, the um, trash showed up for our last session too. He gets around. He's got a dirigible. We smacked it on the nose with some newspaper and said no biscuit, and he went home. But it, Stop it was like about me like that. <laughs> it, it was like the Stranger Things version of the Tarasque. So, like, you're expecting a giant monster that is, like, super scary from several miles away. But instead, it's a much smaller monster whose head is a flower. All right. Flowers can be scary to some people. Yes, um, they can. I used them in the other campaign, and they were quite scary. Uh, Gorka went down twice. So, yes. Uh, but... I should probably introduce the show. Hello, and welcome to Critical Knowledge. This is the 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons game that has taken an odd turn. Would anyone care to summarize what the party chose to do for ARC 2? We are now actors. We are now actors. Um, Apparently, we're a circus now. We're not a circus. We are a professional acting company. We have Our first show is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, oh, we, as we our are. gift, we got an acting house because Hero really, really, really wanted to be Jesus in a Charlie Brown Christmas. And <laughs> that's what he we're really wanted to be Jesus. Yes, and we've discovered ways to have everyone's skills be useful, and so they built us a giant house, or got us a giant house, I don't know, and we, we now have it, and, and it's really awesome, and I got a tree to sleep in. Um, I'm, I am extremely, so- extremely alarmed <laughs> by the role that Matt just made. <laughs> that's because yeah, so that's that's it wasn't a perception check. Oh, God. But yeah, that's so a nat that's 20 plus 6. We are actors now, and it's really awesome, and um, we're going to have a great time. That's what we decided to do, and so we now live in in a, in a stage house, and um, and we're going to put on plays. So what role things. am I supposed to be playing? You're the animals. Yes. <laughs> oh, Okay. Bah. See, that's exactly what we wanted out of you. You bring just the right amount of energy to this role. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be baby Jesus in a manger. Hey, one All thing I'll say for him, days. Jesus is cool. You know what? Jesus is okay with me. I'll uh, be Jesus and do sick kick lips on my board. <laughs> My cat's trying to attack me because I was too energetic during the last minute. See, this is why I have advantage. <laughs> but yes, so I love that's, that's this character so much. <laughs> while we while we worked on the playhouse and discussed our future plans, um, at some point also we were attacked in the evening by. Oh yeah, we actually had a plot. 
Yeah, we have the plot. I, I will have you know, planning a production is a plot. They made an entire show about it called Glee, which then stole an arrangement of a song from Jonathan Colton and thought he should feel a privilege to have stuff stolen from him. But never mind about that. I got too distracted with Pev drawing the pamphlets for the playhouse with glitter crab. <laughs> Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. So, this is a why couple Tanza things. Says performance checks. <laughs> so, a couple things. Uh, first of all, when I was creating the the concept of the harbor town of Flotsam, which is confusingly on an island of the same name because that's a thing that a lot of people do. Uh, for example, there is a city in the first town mentioned in this campaign ever called Coomridge Keep, which is in Coomridge. So there's, there's that. Um, with that said, something that happens on this island is that it, it's not really one for a very strong central government. People kind of look to the Augmentite Enclave as the ones who are in charge because of all the various groups, they seem to be the most cohesive with their organization skills. But they're like over 50% gnomes. So organization skills may vary. But then um, Eric showed up. Hi, Hi Eric. Eric. We Eric. now own a playhouse. Yay, playhouse! Yes. Uh, I'm as in theater. in the Christmas play. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes, no magic will be used to shapeshift the seven-foot-tall tabaxi. He's just <laughs> going to go up to the major and drape over it, as a but cat does, want to do. But does he have props? Uh, yeah. Also, by the way, uh, you're making... You're, we're using your brewing skills to create beer um, for, the, uh, for the concessions. As we should. All we know <laughs> is the hero is going to be the baby... Also, I play the liar, so I'm also going to be in the pit. I'm also security for reasons. <laughs> I'm just okay. waiting for Hero to take levels in Bard. We're, we're only uh, four or five people, so a lot of people have to, you know, do several jobs. Yeah. Millie. Uh, yeah. When I was a child. You spoke as a the child? People, the people who lived across me were, na- were the Pittengers. And they had a sign on their house that that identified it as the pits, and that's all I can think of <laughs> when you identify yourself as the pit. Well, that is what it's called. <laughs> um, also, uh, Nix is helping me with security because of the eye thing. Okay, makes sense. Um, also, um, Ellie, you're also helping me with the musicality. Because you Definitely. play the flute, Or you sing. Someone plays the flute. We, we uh, don't Xanthus plays that. the flute. Xanthus yeah. plays the flute. So Xanthus, I was also going to help. Aripa has a spoken word album out. <laughs> this is true. The comedy, the comedy stylings of Stephen Wright. <laughs> I thought it would be more like an emo Phillips comedy album. Some people are worried about depths. Personally, I'm worried about widths. <laughs> I really think Aripa should go into emo Phillips style comedy. So, um, 
to get back to my explanation of why the party didn't have to fund a playhouse. Curiosity killed the cat, but I was a suspect for a while. (laughs) No, it didn't. (laughs) No, Curiosity got an AOL CD stuck to the cat's forehead. Yes. Right. What really killed the cat was nothing, because having to roll a death save doesn't mean you're dead yet, hero. (laughs) Stop insisting the DM killed you multiple times. Hero is dramatic. It still is in character. Which is why you have a theater now. Um, So there were a lot of people coming to the island and deciding, hey, you know what? Flotsam seems like a nice place. There's not really a whole lot of law enforcement to speak of. So we're just going to set up shop here. No one can stop us. However, there were some members of the Ogmanite Enclave that had various research into different things, like, say, instant housing. So they decided, oh, hey, new settlers, or as I like to call them, alpha testers. Sounds very similar to suckers. I mean... uh... (laughs) Uh, Every new resident is provided with a prefab house in a box, now with 75% fewer explosions. Ooh, that's a, that's a shame. And when the party came to the Ogmanites in charge of this project and <clears throat> said, we'd like a theater, they decided to make it be their magnum opus. And so that's why the party, your party combined, has a theater. Uh, it's not the globe, but it's the world to you. Oh, I, I like just that thought when of I that. I type in theater in the gift uh, searcher. The first thing that pops up is cats. Is the layout internally like the beacon in Philadelphia? Just wondering, because, you know, I'm a big fan of the beacon. Uh, well, the floor plan has been created by April, so you can see the images that she has shared. Uh, I'm probably going to vectorize them at some point, um, but that is exactly what the theater looks like and and as has been stated somehow some level of christianity exists in (laughs) circulus now um if only just enough of it so that you can perform this planet's version of the charlie brown christmas special there are oh, some who that, argue that D and D is far too serious. I asked them to watch this campaign. <laughs> oh, that is, that is, yeah. Gotcha. That was the end. That was the golden ticket right there. Gotcha. <laughs> so, with that said, <laughs> it is opening night. How have you prepared? Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for making me laugh so hard that I cough you have inspiration thank you (laughs) Um, I painted things did you paint the correct things I painted with help and supervision that doesn't answer my question. I have a four-year art degree and years of experience teaching visual art. Help and supervision does not mean the correct things were painted. <laughs> Mostly. 
mostly yeah the right mostly things. so you know like the the trees are all the correct like brown and green and like you know like the houses are the right color and the manger is brown and there is a lot of hay in the manger um you know i i tried i did very well i did I'm very excited right now because this is new, so I'm paying attention. I haven't gotten bored of it yet. Um, so it is, I'd say, 10-year-old child who's actively trying levels. I can tell you right. because I have assisted with productions that were, yeah. among other grade levels, included 10-year-old children. That can end remarkably well. Yeah, so it's 10-year-old child who is new to art but trying really hard all right that's valid um now it turns out that you have been told that you will have some guests of honor at opening night because uh, as is true for many settlements um of significant size flotsam does have an orphanage so there will be um children from the orphanage attending uh the orphanage is run by a kenku because of course it is. Yeah. So do do I get to can I can I do Linus' speech <laughs> at the end? Can you do what? Can I do Linus' speech at the end? I appreciate it. That's up to the rest of the characters. I mean, your call. I just want to be baby Jesus and maybe a cow. Well, <laughs> for for the record, the orphanage is maybe a cow. Um is T-H-E-M going to turn you into a cow, though? That is the question. No, T-H-E-M is not going to turn me into a cow. Okay, because um, if you turn into a ghost version of you, that's going to be upsetting. No. Um, with, with that said, um, just a little bit more information about the orphanage. It's quite small. It only has 12 children in it, which, I mean, that is probably a good thing that they only have 12 orphans in it. Uh it's mostly humans, but there is a tiefling, three tabaxi, and a half-elf as well. Uh, but they, they, you have been informed that they definitely will be attending opening night. So maybe do your best for the kids. Hero loves kids. And three of them are cat people. <gasps> um, but yeah, as I put in the chat, I got a 17 on a religion check. I just want to make sure that we have this as um, Hero wants to make sure this is done really right because they're very excited. Kind of like a little bit bordering on horse horse girl like levels of like wanting to make sure we got this right. So let me stress how much there is yes and going on right now with this. (laughs) (laughs) So for your... Roll of 17, I will let you interpret it the way you want to interpret it, because you are effectively, so far as the planet of Circulus is concerned, forming a new religion with your children's play. (laughs) Oh, man. Can we base it off the cleric's uh, religion? (laughs) I mean, in my every other Wednesday game where we all play Modrons, the cleric in the party has literally invented a new religion during half of our sessions. Like, it's a and different religion each time. He has founded several cults, Ooh. and he's the party cleric. That's good. And because my children loved Linus, the the Christmas story, uh, Charlie yeah. Brown, um, I know all of the speeches by heart. So, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> 
with wonderful also, jazz uh, numbers. We also decided that I am. Uh, what was it, Lucy with the football? Okay, okay. One hundred percent, that's me. Um, unless I'm the one failing to kick the football because it's a, a rip Agrippa. <laughs> that's those are the two options. When does the piano start playing, and we can go ahead and do the the concert dance? <laughs> and which of you is dancing like Snoopy? Uh, I'm Linus in this play, so yeah. I'm a Christmas tree. Oh yeah, you're a tree. Because <laughs> <laughs> of because of my my thing. But yeah, but that growth is that. only like a single stalk. So you are the Charlie Brown Christmas tree specifically. Yeah, yeah, Charlie exactly. Yeah. You put the gif in yeah. the. Yeah, that's me. Oh, you found the gif. Wonderful. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> dancing. But the question is, what is Jaren's security blanket then? Oh, it's my cloak. Okay. Tracks. <laughs> and it's like how there's that one kid in the back that's just walking like a zombie. That's his dance. Yeah, that's Pev. I mean, that's Hero. <laughs> um, also, um, um, Nyx. No, no, not Nyx. Aripa. I got a 15 on my animal handling. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I am worried as to why you rolled animal handling. Because she's the animals. But she's not actually an animal. She's playing. Hero wants to be as close. He is going for reality. My, my worry, dread, and hope it is an odd mix of reactions. Is that at some point everyone's gonna be like, "Well, where's Aripa?" And smash cut to Aripa in an animal stall, surrounded by hay. <laughs> and Hero trying to stuff it in her mouth because <laughs> he's going out once again. He's acting like a horse girl right now, but about theater. Um. Ellie, that would never work because Hero is not a, a, someone who knows Tasha's hideous laughter and therefore cannot cast it. So any laughter from Hero's actions would either be laughing Legitimate. at or laughing with. <laughs> or both. One could do both. Oh, Aripa does. Of course Aripa does because this is Ellie's character and Ellie, and this is rightfully so, Ellie has a fondness for the named spells. I do too. Uh, Liaman's tiny hut. Um, do we need any snares or thorns? I hope not. There's orphans <laughs> okay, going to be present. I have, a, I have those spells. <laughs> I mean, I, I did mention on a couple occasions that there isn't really a central form of law enforcement, but I think if you cast any type of thorn effect on orphans, someone's <laughs> going to choose to do something. I mean, on the audience, I meant for like, you know, for dramatic effect. Oh, or on like, your you friends, know, not the audience. <laughs> Aesthetic. <laughs> you cast thorns on your friends for the aesthetic. I am an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. 
I love this game so much. I love that I have almost nothing to do with the planning for tonight's game. This is fantastic. I'm DMing without DMing. Um, you're, so, you're the first audience member. <laughs> I am. I am. I, well, I'm the executive producer. Let's put it that way. My job is to throw money at the problem and watch it get worse. I mean... Make it, wait no no that's that tracks that tracks um so i see the general rule of 14 for performance i will say that uh you're not going to get rave reviews from an adult audience but the kids love it so i got a dirty 20 so we're going for on my performance if you get a, a okay you got a dirty 20 on your performance so therefore it's one of those situations where people see you perform and then they see you after the performance and they don't know what to make of it. They're like, oh, is your brother in the play? <laughs> I know. My brother's at home. I, I thought you had a twin, the person who was on stage and, and was so eloquent. It's me. I actor. And my tail, by the way, twitches up when I say actor. Of course it does. Um, they're assuming that you're rolling some kind of deception check, but it's not. <laughs> uh, so target number for presenting in front of children, I'm going to say, is a 10. So anything above 10 is good. I see that Xanthus got a 12 for performance. So you get mild applause. Golf on a few on a few occasions, you get applause for things that you weren't expecting applause for. Um, it's the tail. I mean, it works. It it, it happens. Well, the tiefling orphan in the audience at one point does yell out, "He's like me! He's like me!" Because tieflings are Aww. incredibly rare. Um the the tabaxi orphans in the audience don't react the same way to Hero because they assume, of course, there's going to be a tabaxi in the play. Why wouldn't there? The baby, the baby Jesus was his we tabaxi, very, wasn't it? Look. Also, we're very close to where I'm from. <laughs> also true. By the way, remember I did say that the Kenku, um, the, there was an older Kenku that runs the orphanage. Uh, their mm. name is Bubbles, by the way. <gasps> yes. Not, <laughs> not as in... That's their name. Their name is the Sound of Carbonation. They're a Powerpuff girl. <laughs> I, I went to a site that allowed for random generation of Kenku names, and one of them was Bubbles, and I said, I don't need to look at the rest of the list. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Powerpuff girl as the head of the orphanage. Well, every time you've seen Bubbles, she has at least one bandage. But oh. she's raising three tabaxi children, and she's a bird person. Yeah, there's claws. Yeah. There's... <laughs> it's do not declaw your tabaxi. It It is inhumane or, well, the tabaxi version of humane, it's not. It's... It just ain't right. It, it isn't. It's it's removing that first knuckle that you don't do that. Um, So it's very clear every time you've seen Bubbles, that Bubbles has her hands full. Well, fortunately, she apparently managed to wrangle a, a chaperone to assist with this outing so that the kids would be on their best behavior. Uh, 
best behavior has different variations of possibilities, but there have been no fires started by the audience, so that seems <laughs> to be working. <laughs> well, I am I am not ruling out actions by the players because that would be playing your characters for you, and I'm not going to do that. But I imagine the fire was started on one occasion by somebody. I'll let you decide if that happened or not and by whom. Or Hi, how you guys doing? I'm here. Of course. <laughs> um so they have what appears to Jesus, be Jesus, I mean I mean here I mean Jesus felt that their introduction needed to be a bit more metal. Well, we didn't need that guitar anyway. Um no, the guitar was accompanying. It was like Ah, Jesus! It, it, it accompanied for one note. <laughs> yeah. And then it was kindling. Took it over. Um, well, their their chaperone is um, a human woman who is possibly the tallest human you've ever seen. Uh, if any of you know what a Goliath is, you almost want to say that she is one, but she's not quite large enough to be a Goliath. Um dark skin, red hair, pulled back in a no-nonsense braid, and she has a habit of speaking very softly, but every time she says something, the orphans do exactly what she has suggested. As ah, if she's that one was, of those. Yeah, she doesn't raise her voice, she just gives a suggestion, and they think that is definitely an excellent idea, and that is what they will do now. And you may interpret that in more than one way. I will argue that for various instances, each of those interpretations is correct. I'm just going to take it that she's a scurry lady. Well, she doesn't or there's some anyone. sort of psionics being in there. Why do you immediately well, assume magic when you see someone who works well with children? Because um, magic? Because you're parents. Yeah, because you're parents. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I teach kindergarten through eighth grade. So, yes, there is some degree of magic. Sufficiently advanced technology yeah. is indistinguishable from magic. We call that getting a one-to-one ratio with technology in the classroom. Oh, goodness And gracious. then people complain about screen time. But never mind about that. <laughs> so, how's the play going? So far, I've seen three performance checks that were, well, two were adequate. One was exceptional. Yes, what are the other roles that are going on? Oh, there is a six performance for. <laughs> yeah, for I'm the a animals. pretty bad tree, apparently. <laughs> no, <for> oh, <laughs> well, you moved. Trees aren't supposed <laughs> to move. Okay. There was there was uh, one point feel a little bit better. There was one point where the fumes from the fresh paint, um, probably applied by Hero, possibly applied yeah. by multiple people with several coats, so therefore it took forever to dry. It might still be a little tacky. Um, not unlike some parts of the play itself. But it's for kids, so that's expected. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you My sneezed. My tail probably hit her. My tail probably. Okay. All right, um, yeah. Which was involuntary. too close. Yeah. But after sneezing, you hear what a child thought was a whisper, going, I don't think that's a real tree. <laughs> <laughs> you have ruined their immersion. You uh, ruined Christmas. Uh, <laughs> ruined. You ruined. You're doing so good. All right. But o- overall, people are really liking the performance. And hey, I'm not hey, going to require. Hey, kids happy. 
Exactly. I'm not going to require multiple rolls. I'm taking your one performance check for everything. So, and I'm kind of jumping around the timeline here for the performance. But at the end of it, when we have Jaren get on stage, well, near the end, and Jaren gets on stage and there's a single spotlight on the dwarf. He gives. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock at night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around around them. And they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy, which shall be all people. For unto you is born this day to the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger, as he points toward Hero. And suddenly there was with a great with angel, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on, pe- and, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And Jaron bows. And that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. It's not about commercialism, but please buy all these toys <laughs> and the DVD. We're happy to announce our new toy line. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and little little Jer- little Jer- there's a little Jaren with his cloak he has it aside. To be fair, the Peanuts franchise became very heavily commercialized after Charles Schultz's death, not so much before. Yeah, so- he he had very strong rules about his creation until he was no longer al- around to stop them. <sighs> Um, by the way, some of the children are a little confused about the plot. For some reason, they think that Jesus was a cow for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's probably because y- you spent your budget on a variety of things, but skimped a little bit on the costumes. So the Jesus costume and the cow costume are almost the Very same. Poor. There like, is one well, difference. There is one. There's, there's the brown outfit for the cow, and then you took it off and wrapped it around yourself for the swaddling clothes. Yeah. I put a blanket mm. on top for the swaddling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love what? this game so much, and I am so glad that I get to be here for, oddly enough, <laughs> in my Decades of playing this game, probably the strangest game I have ever encountered. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> and I have, and I do remember participating in a campaign where there was an aquaphobic dwarf, and we were fighting like slime molds or jelly or jellies or something that was was like damaged by fire. So we were using the grease from his hair because so aquaphobic he never took a bath to create flaming oh. arrows. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yes. That was that was a strange that, one. That's the answer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was not that character. It was not my idea. Okay. But I, w- I was there. I, not in the sense that I often say I'm here for this content. It was content, and I was there, but I wasn't there for that. <clears throat> I, I was... You I were was an honestly. unfortunate bystander. 
<laughs> I I was honestly there for the pizza because the that's valid. I worked at Pizza Hut at the time, and I literally had brought the pizza. But never mind about that. Mm. Uh, so the production ends. The refreshments are consumed. I would like someone to roll me a... Well, first of all, tell me, did you charge? Not the orphans. I think the rest of the people, but not the orphans. I mean, the orphans probably inherited all the money from their parents, so they're probably loaded. I mean, that one orphan named Bruce, he's holding <laughs> oh, out on I'm you. Sorry, there's Tabaxi in the audience. We ain't <laughs> <have> money. <laughs> well, they are now because they know where Bruce sleeps at night. <laughs> there is no orphan named Bruce. I, you need to stop leading us on, Crash. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Alfred takes care of him. He doesn't hang out in the orphanage with the commoners. He's up on that house in the hill. The one with all the bats the with, everywhere. As I say, the one with the creepy music every time you get by, there's no stereo systems yet. And yet. Creepy music? <laughs> all there is is bat dance everywhere. And I'm like, bat dance. That's the oddest copyright strike we will have ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be worth it. I mean, I don't think any copyright strike is really worth it. If it actually occurs, but yeah. I don't think they're going to get you for that one. Probably. No, no, I don't think they will. <laughs> um, I just like joking about copyright strikes for like two notes. Uh, sure. With that said, uh, but you did charge for everyone else. So how much did you charge? And the crowd. I don't do silent. numbers. I don't do math. I'm a cat. Okay. Uh, we <laughs> People ask no, how, how much for a ticket and. Hero holds up a paw and says, this much. We charge 10 silver <laughs> per person. Gold. That's a gold, man. That's a lot. We're kind of bad. Uh, plus, we, we, <laughs> this it was is... a chari- well, it was a charitable thing to help the orphans. So maybe we could, call, we could talk about a couple of silver as long as the orphans are getting a cut. Ooh. Well, I mean, you know. How about three and they get one? Are that bad? I don't know if I, I could allow myself in my, my uh, clerical... Uh, you know, responsibilities to take advantage of certain uh, people like that. That's just that's just me personally. I heard somebody say remember. three, but the orphans getting one. Yeah, I have a thought, and this comes the from. Are free. Yeah, I have a thought that comes from yes. um, working at a creative art and performing arts academy that has done charity events. Um, I propose this: you I have propose. a. A fee at the door. Mm-hmm. And then a donation. You, you do have a spot for donations, but also the refreshments. All profits yeah. from the refreshments go to the orphanage. Uh, I understand. That sounds good. Because then what you do is other volunteers that usually help with the orphanage. Because let's face it, one Kenku is not going to be able to wrangle 12 children, especially if three of them are tabaxi. Uh, um, no, it's funny to watch. Well, that is one of the draws for the people who volunteer, but never mind about that. Well, <laughs> you could also wrangle them into handling the concessions because they're the ones keeping that profit anyway. I like this. Um, and that's me as the player because Hero does not know and or care what y'all are talking about. <laughs> that's kind of what my school does, where refreshments are often served by the PTO and they fund the PTO, which in turn 
does cool things for the school. So it all comes around, but still. Um, all right. So in that regard, um, someone roll me a D hundred. Um, I'm going to take the first number I see that's rolled with a D hundred. Ellie wins. Okay. Congratulations. You make, um, 150 gold. Yay. Thank goodness. Cause I had got a much worse role. <laughs> Do things positive for the community. Yeah. It was standing room only, not for the first performance. First performance was mostly the orf- orphans and a few other people. Um, but the second the performance orphans? was the orphans. Yeah, they they, they were <laughs> the from Earth. I was they were, an orphan boy. The the orphans are from Earth, and every time you show up, they welcome you. After punching you in the face, it's a tradition. Boy. Just I don't me, know if we're gonna get a copyright strike for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said. Um, I'm not going to say that that 150 gold is for one performance. That's for multiple performances that you did, including the matinee. Understand. Understand. Yes. Um, I'm a little concerned about uh, the cleric getting on stage and giving a speech about a different religion than the one he follows. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's for a play. It's make-believe. Yeah, and I'm it's for the continue. children. I must continue to think that as I continue to <laughs> just your, think it. Your, so deity, <laughs> your deity, who is a god of war, comes down from on high and taps you on the shoulder and says, what are you doing? <laughs> What's this about? Why are you preaching peace and love? I'm a god of war. If they all make peace, what am I going to do? War is a necessity that brings peace, I say. Only if you kill everyone on the other side. (laughs) But peace still may happen. No, pieces. There's pieces of them left. (laughs) You have cut them too. I am totally not personifying Tear the way tear is meant to be personified, but it's for the bit. Uh, none of this happens, except maybe in a dream, possibly a nightmare. Uh, Jaren should probably not just assume that with his dwarven constitution that the expired milk is still drinkable. It's there's a time period between fresh milk and cheese where it's a no touch type thing. I'm just saying, I will consider to pray. <laughs> Hero got um, an 18 on their survival check, so they enjoyed the spoiled milk. <laughs> the sad news is, tabaxi, like most cats, are lactose intolerant. Like that stopped me the, the before. I didn't say it stopped you. I'm just letting you know that there will be repercussions for your actions. <laughs> well, also, I'm not the one who cleans my litter box. Prestidigitation. Oh, I I am not going to be the one who decides who does clean it. And unless someone raises their hand to say, that'll be me, I'm just going to assume that's one of those litter boxes where we best not think about its existence. Because some jobs just don't get 
done in a building where everyone is pretty much there on their own. And we've gone from silliest session I've ever done to one that is, might keep me up at night. I think we have done it. automatic ones. You know, like the... My cat would be scared to death of it. He would never use the litter box again. <laughs> I mean, this is a cat who gets scared when someone turns lights on or off. Or if I'm about to sneeze. Not if I sneeze. If I have a sharp intake of breath, he assumes I'm going to sneeze and he runs and hides. Um, I had a cat once um, that was the literal definition of a scaredy cat to the point that one time I opened the door and she pooped herself. <laughs> Let's just say I'm happy I don't have cats. Um, she also then accidentally popped out the screen on the second story and s- sledded down like the little half roof and then flew into the air and landed on the ground in our front yard <laughs> and froze herself in fear. That I have a cat a story time. that I will only tell offline. Uh, <laughs> so we have actually been playing. Yes, this is in fact what we've been doing. And it's been a joy. But we've been playing for about uh, 45 minutes. What do you say we take a short break to refresh ourselves before we continue on with... You might not believe it's a plot, but there is one. (laughs) This is a plot. It exists. We have one. And I love it. Yes. Yep. Sounds good. We are live. Um, Hello. Because apparently some of the people in this game insisted that we play some Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Okay. I know. Weird. In- instead of oh, talking about growing on. up Lutheran. Hold on. <sighs> Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Okay. So as you exit the theater at the end of the session, you find that someone has nailed 95 suggestions for how to improve. No, I'm joking. By the way, Hero is now only going to call it the theater. Yes, the theater. Because, um, once again, Pev has become horse girl. I have just bitten my tongue. <laughs> because I thought of a joke and I'm like, no, no, I'll have to edit it out. Uh, it's not even It's not even like a, a, an obscene joke. It's just, no, it's, I'm not committing that to video. Um, <laughs> it's I cherish the moments where I can make people laugh. With a comment. I cherish them. I love them. Uh, so after uh, a week of doing these performances, you have built up the 150 gold that I said that you've earned. You can split that amongst yourselves however you want. Um, you will probably still need to subsidize your acting careers uh, through the occasional dungeon dive. But you will probably be avoiding the Crooked Hills because, one, you've already done that. And, two, there's too many rooms with green circles in there. <coughs> I can't even see the color green, and I know that they're bad. I mean, technically, tabaxi aren't cats. Yep. So That's what you said. <laughs> like, you, you finally go to a tabaxi village, and you see that they have actual, like, outhouses and toilets and stuff. And, like, wait, 
Hero's just been using a litter box, and they all look at you aghast. <laughs> like, who? Why? What, what have you been doing, and why? No, we don't want to know. We don't want to know. But here, let us show you the ways of your people. This one flushes. Also, we were doing so well when Hero wasn't here. We were t- so ki- kids hear about little tabaxi children hear about what hero has done and they're like oh let's try that and their parents are just like <gasps> one older tabaxi with a monocle has the monocle fall out <laughs> why are all my characters the ones that parents the parents hate um because you like to play characters with poor impulse control or bowel control one of- no Paige had amazing impulse control they just chose to make weird decisions if anything it could be argued Paige had better decision making than some kenku because she decided not to go into the life of crime however there might have been 40 kenku children who all decided to follow Paige's example without following Paige's example exactly yeah they just wanted to leave and meanwhile Paige was actually trying to better herself. So were they, but they didn't exactly go. They didn't go to college. They didn't go to college. They didn't want to rack up all the debt. Well, too bad. You got to better yourself anyway. Well, um, if you're going to be a warlock, going to college is not the way. If you're going to college, you're going to become a wizard. If you're going to just steal a degree from somewhere and say, I got this now, then you're going to be a warlock. Well... I went in to be a wizard, came out as a warlock. Things happen. And if you're a sorcerer, well, many of those involve some type of heritage, so I guess that's nepotism to be to become a, a spellcaster. Oh, so getting into, like, MIT. Okay. I think MIT would be multi-classing multiple spellcasting cla- classes, but never mind. Oh, that. my gosh. Artificer. Artificers are MIT. Yeah, yeah, artificer. Anyway. So after... Um, the first show with the orphans, the orphans are brought back on multiple occasions to attend. For one, it's kind of nice to point out, oh, and by the way, this show is to support these members of the audience right here who are currently available for adoption. And everyone kind of looks nervously when it's pointed out that they're available for adoption. Like, yeah, I've already got three. I'm not getting a fourth. I'm not ready for kids right now. I kind of like having an income with my wife we're both <laughs> making money and don't have to support a child right now or and, you know they, they all think of reasons why they're not going to adopt these kids who have been in the orphanage for mm-hmm. years um but each time this same chaperone attends and you're forcing plot onto us i know i did it last week too and i'm a horrible person uh... for it. <laughs> <laughs> and she does play. she does seem to pay a bit more attention during um, the Linus monologue at the end, <laughs> which is not the Linus monologue, because that would be talking about how open source software is, is very useful, and you should all try oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't we not Linus monologues in our lives? We don't need it in a play. Moving on. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for my next campaign, which is all about the Frostbro Religion, which now exists in Dungeons and Dragons. Do we all have to play as penguins? Like, don't do this to me. Um, no, no, those are the villains. Oh, you know they are. 
<laughs> but then, so again, so are um, the so is the Church of Apple, um, and also so is the the Church of Windows, which for some reason they keep saying There's it opens doors. Don't throw a rock there. Um, Don't throw rocks at it. You know, I I need to make that be a one shot of various OSs just competing against each other as <laughs> like with people playing paladins and clerics for that. I need to make that one shot. Um, but oh yeah, plot. Lord Jobs. Investigation checks for everybody. Oh. Heroes is going to be at a disadvantage because hero. <laughs> That's valid. Is it investigation or investigation? Right. Well, and at at disadvantage, I almost said disinvestigation. Um, at disinvestigation, I got a five. I mean, if you roll a five on investigation, I would argue that is disinvestigation. <laughs> and, I rolled a, better than Millie. I rolled a two plus three. <laughs> yeah, and I see a four for Xanthus, so no, you did not do better than Hero. Uh, but we have a dirty 20 for Nyx and we have a 19 for Jaren. So I'm going to Dad, say... Dad, what do you see? What do your dwarf eyes see? not all. Ale. Um, your father. Dad. What do your tiefling eyes see? Um, I see skies as blue. Now remember, this is investigation, not perception. So this is yeah, that's the difference. Yes, this is coming to a conclusion about things that you have seen, as opposed to let's see if you've even noticed. Um, so it is clear that this person who you have not seen before that you assume they might be even new to the island because it's it's a fairly large harbor town, but it's not that large a harbor town, and this person tends to stand out in a crowd because. They're like literally a head taller than everyone else. So, uh, are they taller than me? They are not seven feet tall. So no, they okay. are still shorter than you. Okay, that's what's important. That's why but, I wasn't paying attention. But <laughs> they are over six foot, just not seven but feet. Still, that's why I'm not looking into it because I'm like, why is that weird? <laughs> well, it's you tend to look down on humans like, well, literally – figuratively yeah. that's up to you but literally you look down on humans so like well, isn't it normal that they're short and this person is not quite as short they, if oh. you covered them in fur they'd probably be very upset but they'd also look a bit more like a tabaxi okay but probably be very upset because your cat hair just so gets everywhere tabaxi. i mean you they've been in the same room <laughs> as you and three tabaxi children so they are already covered in fur but that's not what i meant oh um so let's go with the lower roll and then go with the higher roll. So, Jaren, you notice this person is helping with the orphans each time, and you notice that she pays very close attention to um, the the monologue you give at the end, uh, to the point where she almost doesn't notice some misbehavior from some of the children on, on certain parts. She still seems to notice it, but she kind of just doesn't look in their direction to address it. She kind of just reaches over with one hand and makes... Like she holds up a finger and the student who was about to do a thing decides that it's best if they don't do the thing. But she didn't turn to look at them and acknowledge them when she did that. Um, and you really think that, well, you haven't seen her before, but okay, maybe you have. But, you know, there's something familiar about her. You can't quite place it. Um, Kalima. Well, not Kalima. I'm using different names. Nix. Nix, you have 
several things going for you. One, you rolled a dirty 20 for your investigation check, which is fantastic. I'm just Two, being skipped. <laughs> well, you got a five. <laughs> yeah, so but you, I still you didn't notice. I still <laughs> You, you you noticed that there was a significantly lower number of fires once the production started than when it was being created. Uh, that's what you noticed. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. You assume because the paint finally dried and therefore was less flammable. All, all the turpentine was put away properly. And the okay. no smoking signs were set up specifically okay. around the hay bales. Okay. Smoking's not cool. You shouldn't do that, kids. Um, no, no, no. Flame wreath. Not even once. Uh, but in any case, you have something else going for you, Nix, and that is uh, while you have an inability to wear most hats, that's not something that you're interested in so much, but that growth on your head gives you true sight, which is incredibly useful. And it takes a moment of conversation after one of the productions where, but let's say... It was it was probably Jaren that brought it up, or it could have been somebody else. It doesn't really matter too much for the sake of the plot. Um, but there was conversation about, hey, did you notice that person that keeps showing up in the audience? And when they are described physically to point out which person is being talked about, the tone of skin is described. But they didn't look like they had a dark skin tone to you. I mean, now that you think of it, they kind of sort of did, but... It was hard to notice because they were almost glowing, according to your true sight. Um, just for fun. Can I use primeval, uh, primeval awareness? What does that do? As an action, I can expend one spell slot to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elemental, fey, fiends, or undead are present within a mile of me. They're, um, <laughs> well, you're within a mile of the... Augmentite Enclave, so I'm going to say that every time you do that, the answer is yes. Oh. <laughs> there, there's some research that's happening in some of the sub-levels that, <laughs> yep. <there's a> few. <laughs> so what exactly is the research about that requires you to have 20 imps on treadmills? Actually, that's just to power my reading light. That's valid. But you don't read anything your previous invention read the books for you I, I don't see your point <laughs> so yes there are there are plenty of those things of more than one thing in that category within a mile of you it doesn't okay. tell you anything other um, than is there or isn't there anyone else in the room tragically it says it does not reveal location or number <laughs> whoops <laughs> But it also tells you, Andrew is, oh, Andrew ain't my baby. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. No. Well, Hero, Hero is playing the baby Jesus, but he's not your baby also, Jesus. Question. Answer. Sorry. Does my cipher cure not knowing? <laughs> no, it does not. And you already fed that to a Kenku. You don't have it anymore. <laughs> I still have the bottle, and I think about it fondly. <laughs> it's a scene from Cats, which I'm appreciating the imagery of a tabaxi thinking of a song from Cats. Memories! Tabaxi, um, tabaxi copyright strike. Yeah, I just, I'm, I have it. 
to remind myself of the time a cotton candy machine almost killed me. It's okay. Your dad was there. Thanks, Dad. And then he said, don't you speak to me or my son ever again. Well, he didn't actually (laughs) say that. But in your head, sometimes you might think he said that. Yeah. Memory is silly thing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I was trying to be useful, and then I wasn't. Oh, well, it led to a great conversation, and a lot of laughs were had. So I would say that was incredibly useful. But so far as furthering the plot, it's unfortunately not Can I use my testy, too? (laughs) (laughs) When exactly do you pull out the testy, too, and how do you use it? Please paint this picture for me. (laughs) I use it to... To mess with the lights. <laughs> like the actual lights set up in the theater? Or the theater stage, as you yeah, refer to it? When do you do like, this? Like when I'm supposed to, like set up the spotlights because they're hot and my hands have fur. So <laughs> I use the insulator, testy to okay. nudge them to nudge them into position. I'ma make a roll. <laughs> Hold on, a nudge roll? No, I'm making a roll for the children during the production to see if any of them notices that either the cow or the baby Jesus, depending on which particular scene we're talking about, is pulling out the arm of a corpse to move things around. And you are fortunate because, as is frequently the case for small children, I rolled an eight. They've got no clue. Besides her. I have rolled for the rest of the audience. That is a seven. They notice less than the children notice. As is often the case, I believe. If if you don't want a child, the old razzle dazzle. If. If you don't want a child to notice something, that would be the first thing they notice. But in this case, that is not occurring. Because... I gave gave them the old razzle-dazzle. Well, if you're moving things around during the production, I would argue that someone else is on stage giving them razzle-dazzle at that point. Uh, Possibly... I think that's when I move. This is... (laughs) Heroes just as life. It is now Nyx's time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. For some weird reason... I saw Sorry. I saw it happening, so I moved. So for some weird no reason, one no one else that. wants to use my testy two to change the lights. So it <laughs> falls to me. Well, let's face let's face it. If anyone did want to use that besides you, then they wouldn't be someone you'd want working with you. No, it's mine. You're seven feet tall. You got that reach. Yeah, and then with the arm, it's like nine feet. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I I totally get where Hero's coming from, because Hero is mostly covered with fur, and fur is an insulator, but not the toe beans. No, my little Think of the toe beans. Well, you're seven foot tall. They're not little. Think of the big beans. (laughs) You don't want them baked. (laughs) No. No. Or refried. Absolutely not. They already got fried once, because someone used... uh, burning hands fire. yeah so we don't want them refried my uh, but, beans are on fire but someone does notice that you've pulled out the arm of a corpse to adjust the lights and as you're adjusting them you hear a voice behind you from almost yeah. above you but just a little bit lower than you say what are you doing there are children here 
I'm moving the lights. I gotta can't get you... it on to the to 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 Dad. But can't you use like a stick or something like that? Where do you even get a corpse arm? I went on an adventure and I found it, and and it's really good at nudging things. It, but adventures are for like bringing back treasures and stories, not dismembered corpses. There was like an electric wall there, and I didn't want to hurt myself, and so I kept it. And then I just happened to just keep keeping it. Well, just just put it away before the kids see it. Oh, they're not paying attention. There's a tree moving. I mean, okay, I was wondering about that too. Is that a is that a medical condition? I I didn't want to ask her personally. It's a magic thing. It lets her see with her eyes closed. I'm jealous. Okay, that's actually kind of useful, but I'd miss hats. I don't see how she'd be able to wear any hats. Apparently not her thing. Maybe she's in the visors. Uh, I suppose. But this is besides the point. Please put the arm <laughs> away. It should be buried or something. Eh, I stick it back in my pocket. Okay. I will get you a stick or something. <laughs> I'll trade you a stick with some some little grabby thing on the end of it. For that arm, and I will lay the arm to rest. I can't believe I just said I'm going to lay an arm to rest. She face palms. <laughs> it's my testing too. I took it from one of the cipher bodies. I, I have more questions, but also I will get you a new testy too, a better testy too, and then you can stop using the arm of a corpse. Are you saying it's the testy dos, testy do? She just. Stares at you. Anyways, how did you get back here? <laughs> I mean, it, it's a small theater. I, I literally just walked. I mean, it's, but like I the play's on that side. I didn't even go through a, a closed door. You left it open behind you. I just walked. You can see the entire audience from here. Yeah. And that's how I know when to come back in when I'm done moving the lights. Ooh, it's almost my cue. <laughs> I'm going to say this conversation has gone on long enough that actually it's been Hero's cue for the last five minutes. <laughs> and the audience is kind of just starting to shuffle around. Several of them have gotten up to get refreshments. They're assuming it's an intermission. Like, well, it's um, kind of odd for a play this short. Starts. It's kind of odd for a play this short to have three intermissions. But I mean... I guess you can't have too much watered-down orange drink. Put out the watered-down orange drink. The volunteers. Ugh. Ugh. Well, you said they got to keep the profits, so they paid for, like, one bottle of orange drink, and that one bottle of orange drink has been used for the entire week. At this point, it is lightly orange-colored water. I hate this. (laughs) It's for the kids. It's also totally a Simpsons reference. Yes. Well, we didn't have any of the Might Be Giants references this week, so I figured we might as well have a Simpsons reference. Okay. Fine. So I will get you a... a Shh, it's my turn. Okay. On stage! <laughs> There's not even a cut. It's a camera, camera follows hero frantically gallivanting on all fours. From the, the back of the theater, the- <laughs> you you dive into. Dive into my- <laughs> okay, what role are you playing at this point? What part of the play are we at? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I think she's going to be the cow at this point. <laughs> Give me an intimidation check. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. So... <laughs> Two small children who are not orphans, but their parents brought them, start crying, probably for totally unrelated reasons, so far as Hero thinks. Um, (laughs) There there is one person wearing a a 10-gallon hat that's just like, oh, this brings back some memories. It's a good thing there's only one of them. I remember when the cows came home. Took forever to close that (laughs) portal. Well... Good good thing he's currently east of Loathing, so everything's fine. Oh, yes. Oh, it wouldn't be a D&D game if I didn't reference something else entirely that not everyone got. So we have had a cow stampede by one. Is, is it really a stampede if it's just one of them? Um, onto the stage to deliver the, the riveting line of Moo, which was already delivered en route. So now you're just on stage. Yes. Also, there wasn't a cow in the original Tony <laughs> Brown Christmas, so this was a part that was not added. A, this is something that Kira wanted. <laughs> Just a small thing. And as is frequently the case, apparently, for this particular party, the rest of the party was just like, okay, we're going to go with yes and for this. I I don't quite get it either, but okay. So, so Do- here's a cow now. Most oh, parents go to just smile and nod when their kid says they want something. Yes, but they also still frequently say no. At least that's how I grew up. <laughs> that or that or it was ask your mother when I knew my mom would say no, or ask your father when I knew my father would say no. And one time he didn't, and that's how I got a cat. Yay. Yes. <laughs> anyways. So, <laughs> so anyways, you are on stage. I suppose you've probably moved a second time. Mm-hmm. A slightly different moo, I guess, or the same moo, whichever. And the audience is There's like, "Moo oh, here and a moo there." Here a moo, there a moo. Never wear a moo moo. Uh, well, that's the one lady in the back. That's the outfit that she wears. That that's her fashion sense. That's her choice. We're not going to shame oh. her for that. Okay. Um. So that takes place, and people assume the intermission is over, and they stop buying watered down orange drink, and the local volunteers are now getting a little antsy because, um. It's, it's the last show of the week, and they were really banking on being able to sell the rest of this orange drink without it going to waste. Most people are actually not drinking it, by the way. They're doing it to be polite. Yes, they're they're paying for it. They're picking it up and then somehow distracting the people running the stand, or some of them are too lazy to distract them, and just setting it back down in one of the neat rows of orange drink and then going back to sit down. <laughs> There's a few kids who drink it, but they regret it later. Hero drinks it. Of course Hero does. There, <laughs> there's one child who was actually heard saying, my orange drink doesn't taste funny. It's supposed to taste funny. <laughs> just It just tastes like water now. It doesn't taste like daddy's drink anymore. No. No. <laughs> no. That is straight out no. I'm not going to veto a lot of things, but I will veto that. Sorry, sorry. That was Hero saying that because um, dad makes alcohol anyway that's a different stand those are also concessions but that's that's run by a dwarf volunteer and they card okay (sighs) 
which means they're not selling a lot because this is a fantasy world. So cards proving your age aren't a thing. So they ask for an ID and they're like, a what? <laughs> the assumption is there's an ulterior, ulterior motive because um, it looks like that particular dwarf volunteer is, um, well, he doesn't want it to go bad. So he's drinking all the stuff that isn't sold during the day. Uh, very helpful. Yes. You don't want to go. You want you don't want spoiled ale. Of course not. <laughs> I mean, it it might get cold <laughs> or warm. Or the temperature might change in any degree at all. And so he's drinking it before that happens. Oh, goodness. Yes, he's helpful. He's helping. Not unlike Hero, who is currently moving on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an actor. The theater. (laughs) The theater. This this game is so weird. (laughs) I love it. I really do. I, I I am non-sarcastically enthralled with this session, even though it's, I think, the session where you spent half an hour arguing about a green circle moved the plot forward more than tonight. But I think I'm having more fun tonight. Correct me if I'm saying something that you don't agree with. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. Well, I know you do, but... <laughs> Sorry. Um... Give me an insight check. Ooh, I can do that. Well, no, this is going to be for hero specifically. Oh, understand. Um, Jaren, okay. you've already come to a bit of a realization, so this information is going to click in your head as well. Okay. Um, fourteen. Okay. You've you've talked to that person before. You know some of her mannerisms, and it, or maybe it's a sister or something. You don't know for sure, but. You're it's a tree lady. Sure she's not a tree lady. No, like the one who woke me up in a tree lady. Yeah, the last time you had a conversation <laughs> with her, she apologized for the inconvenience. I'm really glad that, you know, she took the apology to heart and is giving me a new toy. Well, she kind of wants you to stop <laughs> desecrating a corpse. So there's that. That's the bargain that she's trying to strike with you. I am interpreting it the way I said. And I appreciate that the realization that everyone playing the game figured out has now been realized by every character in this game, except for Xanthus, who's still like thinking, well, it's kind of nice they found someone to help out with the orphans. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing well. Yes, and I think that is where we're going to end it because we've been playing for almost two hours and it is almost 11 o'clock at night. Um, it has been amazing. It, it, it has been an adventure and not the kind that most people think of when they are about to enter a Dungeon Dragon <laughs> session. We have explored new ground and new methods of making people snort in laughter and I am here for this content. This has been a glorious evening. Thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. If in fact you still are, um, because I know what's amusing to me is not always amusing to everyone. Tonight we were joined by a bunch of awesome people, including April, Matt, Millie, Eric hopped in a little bit late, but was here. Ellie had to hop out a little bit early, but she was here. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? Um, I stream on the Twitch a lot. That's it. Oh, do I just say, say the other thing? You, 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 you might want to say how to get to the Twitch thing. Otherwise, you're just going to go to Twitch and type in Millie, and they might get something that says, like, Scientific Millie or Sufficiently okay. Advanced Technology Millie. 
I've had a day. Um, but they might not search for Magical Millie. Yeah, it's Magical Millie. Uh, Twitch at Magical Millie. And I stream games or writing or games. Right now I'm playing the Sam and Max games, which means they're absolutely off the wall stupid uh, and fantastic. Might have influenced tonight's session. You're welcome. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. You can help us keep the lights on, encourage us to do more of this. I, I don't know what this was, but you can encourage us to do more of it, uh, along with our illustrious patrons, which includes Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, Bravo! Bravo! Yeah. Bravo! Stop getting more orange drink. We gotta go. <laughs> Son, stop with the orange drink. Car's outside. <laughs> What's a car? Don't it's worry a about horseless it. carriage. Doesn't sound like it would Magic. go anywhere. It's powered by gnomes. I don't want to get in the horseless carriage. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>